Welcome to the Brant and Sherry Oddcast, sponsored by Fellowship Home Loans. To order Brant's latest book, The Men We Need, go to BrantHanson.com. So I'm just sharing this story, okay? This is not me telling you what to do in life, but Sherry's been doing this, I've been doing this. We're actually doing a day off every week. And we have different days. I know people have convictions about that. Mm-hmm. But we take a, a day where we're not doing any work. Yeah. So that if we're not productive, it teaches us, it teaches me, I am not my productivity. I can just enjoy God. It's not about me getting stuff done. The world's not going to fall apart. And it's been wonderful, but I ran into a, a real brick wall a couple weeks ago. I had a book deadline, a huge book deadline, mm-hmm. final deadline on Monday. And I was usually take Saturday. And I was like, oh, it's not even close to done. Mm. So I don't have a choice. I got to work. And then I thought, wait, but that's the whole point. That is the point. That's what I struggle with. It's that's the, the discipline. Yes. So it teaches you, will the world fall apart or not? Or could something else happen mm-hmm. where the, the, the deadline gets extended out of nowhere or something? Can I just take Can I be trust? faithful over it? Yeah, to say, it's not about me and my productivity. It's so hard. So it's, it's way harder than you think. But you spend that day, just you, you, you pray, you play, you rest. Mm-hmm. I don't do anything productive. Well, so I, I did it. Mm-hmm. I even told my wife. She sees me sitting out front. Doing nothing. <laughs> yeah, hey, isn't like, our you're book, doing you're doing yeah. your Sabbath thing. I said, yeah, and uh, we had a good day, mm. and I got that book done. Nice. I was a buzz saw the next day of content. Mm. It was, I was so thankful. That's what I asked God to do. I didn't. There's no way I think I'd write all that, get all that done. It all came together. I was just. I wanted to share that because that was hard, and um, but it. When you practice disciplines like that, you start to see, again, how God's so good. You're, it's, it, it is a relationship. Your mom sat you down and said... I noticed your Sabbath has gone a little bit by the wayside. Huh. She said... Then she said, do you know how to rest? And I said, I actually don't know, Mom. And she, and she... You know, Mom. So she's like, I know this diagnosis and all that I've been going through has kind of upset a lot of the schedule and everything but you still need to do that. And she always says this to me, the journey is long ahead. So she's always like, mm-hmm. you have to do this. Cause it really had, I hadn't done it in weeks because it just feels like, okay, I'm doing that. Then I got this and I got that and I got that. Um, so I, I have gotten back to it, but yeah. it's because she had to sit me down and say, Good. I need you to, and I don't think I was exhibiting any behavior that was like, oh, we're off the path here. But well, she, she knew picked that, up on something. Well, thanks Brant. She, uh, <laughs> <laughs> She well, that's cool something. that she said that, honestly. She, she saw that it what when I was doing it, she was very proud that I had done that. And she saw me not doing it. And she really felt like that was cool. something I needed to keep. Uh, my wife's been similarly encouraging. Mm-hmm. I've been doing the solitude thing. I've only done it a few times now. But when I do the hour mm-hmm. where I just sit, I'm not reading the Bible. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to to deliberately like get anything done at all, mm-hmm. like check off a prayer or something. Yeah. Just sit there, appreciate God, mm. look at the sky, do nothing. Don't look at my phone. Don't even have my phone like for one hour. And that, that's no problem for a lot of people, but it's a big problem for a lot of us. Yeah. But it, it's weird because you go into this kind of timeless space. Mm-hmm. Everything else is checking your watch. What time is it? So for a while, you're not doing that. And then you realize how weird it is that everything is in such a big hurry. Mm-hmm. And you also realize, 
what I was thinking about, I was telling people this yesterday, like what I was thinking about, I realized, again, that God's not in a hurry. So he can love all 8 billion of us mm -hmm. because he's outside of time. He's resting. Yeah. So he has plenty of time to love me. He has plenty of time to love you. Like, we think, how could he possibly do all this at one? Well, he's, not do, it's, he's got plenty of time. He's, mm -hmm. He lacks nothing, too. So just the, the discipline of doing that, like entering into his rest, makes a little more sense. Mm. But that's such a bracing thing. And again, if, you've, if you're, you haven't been doing this yourself, totally understand. I'm totally Johnny completely on this, too. But uh, what I have seen from people who do it is their productivity goes up. It really has. And, and, and that's not the end goal, but it, it's it happens. Not, but yeah. it really did happen for me when I was doing it consistently. And then when I wasn't doing it consistently or wasn't doing it at all, there's just a lot more stress for yeah. me. I had already developed that pattern and then I could feel myself out of it. And everything feels rushed. Everything feels like to the last minute. You know what I mean? Yes, totally, and scattered a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. So I asked, I've been teaching a Sunday school class at a church, and there's like 30 adults. And I asked yesterday, I said, well, next week we're going to talk about something. I want you to try it this week. So how many of you practice any kind of Sabbath? Like you take a day off where you, you're not going to be productive. And I don't think anybody raised their hand. Mm -hmm. I was a little surprised because I'm like, okay, well, cool. Mm -hmm. This will be a real opportunity. I want you to try it this week. And then we're going to talk about it. Yeah. So each week we walk away with things to do, not as a burden, but just like we're going to practice the things that Jesus showed us, that God has shown us in his wisdom mm -hmm. in order to follow him as our rabbi. Like, how are we going to do that? And I'm looking forward to hearing. Yeah, that's going to be, be interesting. Su it's such a shock to the system. It is. When it you, it you, was to me, and then it just became so refreshing. Oh, no, it totally is. And like in this culture, we are defined by our work. Mm -hmm. So it's just uh, like, what? It's almost maddening mm -hmm. to suggest it. Yeah. Be like, what? That, that's my fault. Right. If it, if it makes you mad to think about it, you totally need to do it. Mm -hmm. Because that means it's your identity, yeah. is your productivity. And you don't want that. That's a, that's a, that's a burden. Mm -hmm. And Jesus came to give us rest. Right. Here you go been talking with leadership groups lately a lot yeah like you went to one two mm -hmm. both kind of had the same message but I, I shared it like two or three times last week different like don't be the big visionary just do what comes across your path and i know that's controversial some people are like that's crazy countercultural yeah but it's so in line with biblical wisdom mm -hmm. that god is actually the visionary you just be faithful with who comes across your path today. Ask God at the beginning of the day, please give me the resources I need for today. Give me my daily bread. My resources, it might be, for me, it's social energy. Mm -hmm. It's it's coming up with stuff like for the show. Like, but please, because I don't, I need that for today. And then you let him handle the big picture. And there's tons of wisdom about that. Like he's, he will guide your paths. He'll make a way for you, but he's looking for us to, to have this believing loyalty and it's a lot more peaceful way to live. And what's more, when something big happens, if it does, or whatever, he gets the credit for it. Yeah. Because you're like, I didn't I didn't plan this. Like, what's happened? Saw this headline. Maybe you can help me with this. 
Um, I feel like I need a bulletin board on the wall with photos and connecting lines and stuff to figure this <laughs> out. All right, a grid of some sort. What is it? The news item is this. Morningstar Farms and Pringles. Okay. Okay, got it. Are collaborating on a line of fake plant-based chicken fries that taste like Pringles. There will be two varieties. Original is scorching cheddar cheese. There's so much wrong with that. Wait, wait. Yeah, Morningstar okay. Farms. Okay. Yes. It's farm. I got that. Right. Pringles, Pringles. I know what they are. Yes. Are collaborating on a line of fake plant-based chicken fries. So does Morningstar do chicken fries? And but, why do they need But it's plant-based. So why do we call them chicken fries that taste like Pringles? <laughs> So if they're fries, I could see, see a plant-based fry. Would I'm going to quote be my mother at this point potatoes. and say, all right, now y'all doing too much. <laughs> <laughs> That's how she would shut everything down in our house. Okay. I feel like, I feel like doing it, too much. I feel like you need to go to the bullet. <laughs> like, draw the line of like, chicken, but not chicken. But plant. But, but Pringles. But Pringles. Okay, potato. You know what I'm missing? Potatoes. Those would taste like Pringles, and those are plant-based. <laughs> this is so helpful. If you want to do the stuff, Jesus told us to do like blessing your enemies loving your enemies praying for them this is so helpful remember it's not about them there's a there's scripture about how we're in a battle it's not against other people flesh mm -hmm. and blood like yeah. there's a spiritual reality that's going on and maybe they've been fooled mm. that hurts because there's going to be this unveiling for them at some point where it's like, oh no, that uh, that helps me a lot to have compassion towards people, to actually feel something towards people, especially you're looking at them like, oh, this evil person, like uh, there's stuff going on that you don't see, like that helps me pray for the person. I hope that makes sense. Okay, this is a feature of our program, very popular feature. Okay. Can you do the sure. intro thing? And now a masterclass on joke telling with your instructor, Brent Hansen. Yeah, I was reading about an invisible man. He actually married an invisible woman. I, I'm i not sure what they saw in each other, frankly, but... <laughs> Alrighty. You know, their kids aren't anything to look at either. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes to the follow-up. I came back. Well done. That's what you didn't expect. That, no, that's a great masterclass, Thanks. actually. Thanks. That you is come great. back yeah. to the thing. You Brand, think I heard the joke, but that then was you what, okay, Brand, got one more let's line. Just say it was well no, done. No, I'm not just going to say it. I'm going <laughs> to savor this moment of victory because I've had a lot of clunkers There's lately. been a lot of defeat. Really yeah. bad. So let me have this moment. <laughs> so I got friends that are trying to do this thing where we're we're taking what Jesus says and trying to do this stuff. We're a disciple. I love that. Yeah, we got group of people doing this together and the lady was in tears was talking to because she's like struggling to forgive someone who's really harmed her mm -hmm. bad yeah really as an adult like mm -hmm. it's just and so she's living with that every day she's like i just can't pray for blessings for him so i'm praying that god would make him a better man and i feel like i'm failing because i'm not praying i just can't do that I'm like you're not failing. No. This just starting the process, like start. Like, so do you realize what you're doing? Why would you do something like that? Why would you even start to pray for this guy after what he did to you, betraying? Mm -hmm. It's only an act of worship to God. Yeah. You think God's displeased with you taking your first halting steps to try to do in obedience? In obedience. Yeah. You think a dad, like literally, with a toddler, toddler falls over once, gets back up, start. You think he's disgusted? No, 
he's got to be extremely pleased when we just start doing this stuff, like start praying for your, you could do this right now. You could do this right and you, no other radio station is going to say something like this to you, but you could turn us down right now for a few minutes and pray for the people who are driving you crazy. You could do it. You could start, this is the following Jesus stuff and you will be better off for it. Fellowship Home Loans is awesome. If you want to get a mortgage or refinance or something, talk to Mike and Brian. They really are fantastic at this thing. Um, the number is 800-804-SAVE, and we highly recommend them. 800-804-SAVE, or you can go to fellowshiphomeloans.com. I want to talk about the genius of Jesus through the lens of this thing I've been watching on Netflix, the Bernie Madoff story. Oh, I watched that. Did you? Yeah, I did. I mean, he was so trustworthy. This financier is a total Ponzi scheme. Mm-hmm. Billions of dollars were lost. Like, people were crushed. Yeah. Their retirements are gone, everything. One of his clients was Ellie Wiesel, mm-hmm. who was a Holocaust survivor, a Nobel Prize winner, lost all this money. And he said, suddenly I just felt naked. Hmm. And it made me think about Jesus and him talking about storing up treasure. Like, trust, you don't know who to trust with your treasure. Yeah. He's like, trust God with it. Mm-hmm. His kingdom's going to last forever. So you're not going to be exposed like that. Mm-hmm. You, you just have to trust him. So I'm thinking about giving to the poor, like helping the vulnerable, doing things that are in in concert with his kingdom and going, this is a great investment. I'm not going to find out suddenly that this was all a fraud. And I love that. Again, Jesus is telling us how to live. It makes so much sense. Saw this headline, good looking people are funnier. That's what it said. Oh, no way. Hard to believe. Science says good-looking people are perceived to be funnier. Perceived to be funnier. I don't even think that's true. I think it is. You do? I remember just my whole experience in life, like uh-huh. growing up. As soon, like as soon as people saw me, they started laughing. <laughs> and you think it was because you were just so good-looking? That's what that, I'm going that with. It tickled the uh, old funny bones. As soon as they saw me, start laughing. <laughs> the Brant and Sherry Oddcast. Sponsored by Fellowship Home Loans. To order Brant's latest book, The Men We Need, go to BrantHanson.com 